Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. May 4th, uh, if you are a Star Wars fan, I think the saying is, may the 4th be with you. Uh, a couple of things to of note, uh, I am now changing the titles for these daily sessions. Uh, the channel is growing, feedback has been pretty clear, uh, basically saying, Michael, start saying the dates or name the video so we can kind of track the order. So going forward, uh, I will do my best to remember to put the date in the title. It'll just be the month and the day, uh, so we will do that for you. Uh, other feedback I'm getting uh, more frequently now as the channel grows is, hey, idiot, wear a tie, wear a suit, you're talking about money, you're a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. Uh, not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to continue to do this uh, as long as it's fun, as long as it doesn't feel like work. Uh, my day goes like this, uh, and it's why I'm casual. Uh, I get up around 6 no alarm clock, my body just wakes up, uh, I drink some coffee, read about 90 minutes of articles on what's going on, uh, I then come here and talk to you about what I read, uh, I then do an interview with one of our experts, and then I go outside and work out. So I am dressed and ready to go work out, I'm not going to be putting on a suit, I'm not going to wake up my wife who uh, is a night owl uh, by putting on my suits. <clears throat> if that's what it takes to grow this channel, I'll just stop. It's not going to happen because uh, I do this for fun. Uh, I do this, um, you know, with what's going on. So that's that's just, I'm not trying to sign arrogant or anything. It's just how I choose to live my life. Get up, do what I've done every time, come talk to you, do an interview with one of our experts at eight, and then I go work out. And then the rest of the day is mine. So that's just the reality of what's going on. So a couple of pages of notes of what's going on today. First, as I indicated yesterday morning, uh, even before uh, the futures opened up, uh, I expected it to be down in the morning. Um, airlines getting hit hard. They're down the double digits, except Southwest, um, kind of what I expected. You know, if you followed Warren Buffett for any length of time, you will realize he has a whole cottage industry of in mom and pop investors who buy stuff that he buys. So guess what? When Warren sells, they sell. So there were a lot of sell orders put in across the board on airlines uh, yesterday. Uh, just it was an easy call. Uh, so you know it is what it is. Uh, the next thing that's going on right now is we're starting to realize that Main Street and Wall Street is far apart, uh, and you're starting to see kind of Warren's comments about airlines being different on the way out. Uh, and that airline miles two years from now could be substantially lower than they were in 2019. Uh, I've been telling you th that across the board. So people are starting to realize, you know what? You know, it'll be it'll be different on the other side. So I wonder which companies are next, right? Hotels, maybe. Uh, restaurants, office, retail. All kinds of stuff coming together with people kind of going, okay. Warren's not buying yet, and um, you know that could be a sign. So uh, next up, it seems to be a lot more chatter in the last 48 to 72 hours around tariffs with China. Uh, I think I talked about it on Saturday. Uh, I don't mind 
I don't mind that battle. I mind the timing, if that makes sense. When we did this the first time, gosh, seemingly 18 months, maybe 24 months ago. God, it feels like so long ago. Uh, we were at three and a half percent unemployment. Maybe we were at three, seven when it started. We were, we were healthy, right? Now's not the time. I mean, you don't want to go to battle when your force, which for us is our consumers, are injured. And that's not, it's just bad timing, right? And I go back to some of the things you read about the depression, right? There were a couple of policy errors that um, stunted recovery, right? There were some decisions made about year eight when people thought we were coming back that extended the depression another four years. So we, we could have policy errors now that injure us more and make this deeper and longer. And I think a tariff battle right now is, um, could be one of those policy errors. I'm just, it's just the reality. Again, in theory, I don't mind it. Uh, in theory, when the economy is humming and going forward, I think it's the right thing to do. It's just not right today, um, in my opinion. Uh, next up, I do, and I've said it many times, uh, I actually gave credit to uh, Japan's leadership. Uh, I read an article, I think it was three or four weeks ago, about Japan uh, granting money for manufacturers to bring a manufacturing home. I think we should do that. Wouldn't it be great to have something in one of these next rounds of stimulus to be, hey, you know what, we will pay for your move or we will pay for 20% of your machines or whatever it is. Let's encourage companies to bring back their supply chain. And oh, by the way, why don't we declare some things a national, I don't know what you would call it. I don't know what you call it. Call it something that we have to bring it home, i.e. Um, medication, PPEs. The fact that we, were, we are relying on a country that clearly doesn't like us, not a smart move. Not a smart move. Uh, those, uh, those could be interesting. Uh, I am down for that. Uh, we have our first big bankruptcy. Actually, I shouldn't say big. We have our first retail uh, bankruptcy this morning, J. Crew. There have been others talked about, um, but they have, uh, for the most part, gone to the lending market. But yes, J. Crew, uh, BK this morning, uh, they had $1.65 million in debt uh, that they are basically wiping out and giving control to the debtors. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but they, they were taken private in 2011 for just about $3 billion. Uh, company was uh, TPG. Don't know who they are, uh, but they are. I bet you there's some value fund or whatnot. But anyways, that $3 billion, gone, lit on fire. Uh, we are going to see a bunch more of these coming forward. Uh, but what's interesting when you think about the other uh, companies that were on the cusp of going bankrupt, uh, Nordstrom and the like, um, what I am seeing is there's a lot of debt being thrown around. And I really think we are potentially creating zombie companies. Uh, they're kind of walking dead. They're going to have so much debt that they can't grow. Uh, it is very, it's very unnerving. I kind of went back to something we talked about with Japan, right? The balance sheet recession. We really could get that coming forward. And it is, it's nerving to figure out that we could be doing some of the same things. So um, 
you know, a, a zombie company, a zombie retailer, a zombie restaurant, a zombie office, whatever it is, not the best thing for us long term, right? It doesn't let capitalism do what capitalism does, sort of take out the weak and, and build up the strong. Um, but it's something we're going to have to deal with. And I think this is what happens when the Fed goes into the high yield market, the junk market. And actually, I think it's why 2020 is different than 2008. 2008 prices were being reset and then deep pocket investors like Warren Buffett came in and said, okay, GE, you want a bailout? Here's some money. Okay, Goldman, you want some money? Here you go, right? There, there were expensive terms. What the Fed has done very quickly is said, nope, we're, we're the lender of last resort. Come take some money. Nordstrom got 600 million. Restaurant person got 150 or whatever it was. So it's a very different reaction. Um, and the unintended consequences will be interesting going on. Um, yes. Yes, we are. Uh, investor behavior is changing. Uh, one thing of note, Gilead, um, I think their drugs called Randisavir. Uh, again, it's a drug that helps the most sick, uh, but is proven to be helpful. Uh, may the fourth be with you. Absolutely. Um, they're donating 100% of the supply. Good for you, Gilead. Um, nice job. Nice leadership. All that stuff. For everybody that thinks um, drug companies don't do good work, uh, let's let's at least give Gilead a day uh, to pat them on the back, applaud them, say thank you, because uh, they didn't have to do that. Uh, but they did, and they did it without prodding, without question, tr true leadership, high quality. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, on the back of airlines being in trouble, uh, you can expect their supply chain to crumble as far as headcount. GE Aviation, just out this morning, I think they previously announced a 10% haircut in jobs. They're like, nope, not enough. 25% uh, workforce coming. Um, yeah. Uh, 25% workforce cutting. Um, it's not, not good. Uh, again, what I'm really wondering is um, airlines are not investable, right? To quote Warren Buffett. So I am wondering what other industries should we be reevaluating today? And I got cruise lines, maybe people were reaching and hoping. It just feels like there was a whole segment of our economy that if we thought about it logically, we'd be like, ooh, why would I touch that? And I think Warren Buffett gave us a reason to look at those industries uh, over the weekend. Cruise lines, hotels, retail, office. There's more and more articles out about office and retail being quote unquote converted, maybe storage facilities. It's interesting. I had an asset manager on Friday and they, um, they actually talked about this. So Ronnie, nice job, buddy. You called this one. Uh, Ronnie's the name of the asset manager we had on, uh, on Monday. So, um, or I'm sorry, Friday. What am I talking about? Monday. Today's Monday. Uh, again, retail and office are going to go through a conversion. So it'll be interesting. That sounds expensive. Uh, and I wonder if it's scrape, right? Scrape the buildings and rebuild from scratch or, or what's going on. So going to be interesting. Uh, on cruise lines, looks like Carnival is currently taking some bookings for August 1st in the U.S. Um, you know, for, frankly, I hope it works. Again, this is all about, I want all this stuff to work. Um, but would you get on a cruise August 1st? I love cruises, 15, 16 of them. 
I'm not getting on a cruise for years, <laughs> frankly. So we will see. Uh, and then last up, got a whole bunch of news from the Wall Street Journal about Airbnb, kind of that cottage industry, people just buying expensive houses because they would get you know daily rents, double or triple what a monthly rent. Uh, just some crazy numbers. Um, bookings lost in March, $1.5 billion in bookings. Uh, they used to have 500,000 bookings a month. They went all the way down to 100,000. And uh, people are now talking about um, defaults in the Airbnb market coming up. And, and we've talked about that with some of our experts in the past. And it's just coming, right? There are entire locations and vacation hotspots that have been overpaid because they the numbers worked. And uh, these are not owner-occupied units. And some of them are jumbo loans. So they're not going to qualify for forbearance and the like. So... Um, we are going to see some discounted prices with Airbnb uh, sellers. They're just going to let them go like 2008. I do not think it's a big enough market to really cause a crash. Maybe some cities that are very, very dependent on Airbnb. Maybe. Uh, but the other thing I think will come from this, um, yeah, Airbnb are getting hammered. The other thing that will come from this is you'll see more cities and locales just disallow short-term rentals. This will be just the knee-jerk reaction, right? If you're in a hot spot for Airbnb and, I don't know, 20 or 30 or 40% of the listings go through foreclosure because they're Airbnb, the city will just say, nope, short-term rentals no longer allowed. It's just how this all works out. Um, but it is going to be pretty nasty. So uh, that's what I got for you today. Uh, I am going to do uh, another live stream here in a few minutes. Uh, about a $148 billion proje projection about CMBS loans. Um, so that's something that's gonna, I'm going to talk about here. And then, of course, I have my 8 o'clock interview with Mr. Greg Dickerson. So i uh, got a couple of things going today. All right, everybody. Again, may the 4th be with you. We will start putting the dates in the title. I am not ever going to wear a tie. And you have a wonderful day. Bye.